Your attention, please. Now boarding flight HBC 630. And yeah, if you were wondering, I do all my own sound effects all the time. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. I was, if you're listening on, on the podcast at home, I was, I was talking into a glass like this, trying to make it sound a little midi and echoey. Anyway, hey guys, it's Monday night. It's 9.15, a little bit later, a little bit later than usual. But hey, look, my wife's just joined. I'm going to wave at her. Hi, baby. She's part of the reason why I was a little bit late. We were talking, you know, as married couples do. I don't know why my bloody YouTube camera always wants to focus on my microphone and not my face. To get my face in focus, I have to put it next to my microphone. What if I pull it back? No, see, it just got blurry. Hmm. Very disappointing. And if you're watching on YouTube and I can see people are, my apologies. That might be Josh L., friend of the pod. No, that's too obvious. Jay Lake. Gonna see him on Wednesday. You know what he's doing for me? Oh, sorry, I'm shaking. Shaking, not am shaking. I'm itching. My beard. I'm not growing my beard in, but it looks like I am. I haven't shaved in God knows how long. Jay Lake is going to babysit my motorcycle this winter for me. Very generous of him. He's going to get some stuff out of it. Believe me. Believe you, me. That's what people say. Anyway. Hey, let's do this because uh, Eric and I were talking and we do have plans now. And they don't involve you. So I like doing this and I want to drink this beer. It's delightful. But uh, I do have, I have a date to keep. So what do we got tonight? Well, that whole... Uh, talking into the, the glass thing it's because it says this is a great lakes beer this says uh, if you're watching the the screens you can see boarding pass and it says flight hbc 630 now did you tune in on friday or did you hear the pod in your feed did a little cheeky friday pod don't know why just felt like it sometimes i just feel like it and i just go with it sometimes you just gotta go with it and I, I did tease this out a little bit. I also teased out I didn't know too much about it. I did look into it pequeño more. Um, not enough to cheat. I wasn't looking up tasting notes. I don't know anything about what this hop tastes like. But I do know what HBC means and I do know who grows it. So we're already miles ahead of where I was Friday. Let's get some Foley. Yeah, like that. That's how we like to do it. Peak those waveforms. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, don't know how clean this glass is, but I will do it on camera. Sorry if you're listening at home. I'm further from my mic than I typically am. Actually, YouTube uses this mic too. Instagram's the only one that doesn't. Anyway, look at that. Oh, you know what we call that, guys? I am having a good Monday night. Did anyone see that drip miss the glass and land directly on my bits it did that my friends is a hazy boy Ooh, hazy boy uh it's not chunky but it is definitely hazy it's not even milky but it you're not reading your newspaper through that bad boy this is a nice yellow tending towards orange in the center uh it does pour a generous head i i wasn't the the problem you need to understand when i'm doing this because this is live um I'm trying to... Now, granted, the cameras are 
what is that? 10 centimeters apart. They're very close to each other, but still I'm trying to capture the pore without spilling it on my bits. And sometimes that happens, i.e. tonight. Um, so I'm not as careful with the pour, but this does pour a generous, dense white head. I know this because I've had it before. I got this from Great Lakes. They delivered to my house on Thursday. Last time I had a Great Lakes beer, it's because I was in Etobicoke. This time I wasn't in Etobicoke because, well, I wasn't going to be out there and damned if you can get me to drive that far for no good reason these days. Uh, also, I wouldn't go because of the jackass at Adamson's Barbecue causing police roadblocks to keep the Nazis and the racists away from the brewery. Now, as I'm neither a racist or a Nazi, they would probably let me through, but I would have to go through the whole rigmarole of, you know, getting through. So forget that. But if you are in the area, I would still suggest go because it's a delightful place. And uh, I'm sure the police are fine as long as you're not a racist or a Nazi. Also, as in life, just don't be a racist or a Nazi. If you kind of find yourself thinking, maybe I agree with the guy from Adamson's, maybe it's time to you know, look in your heart a little bit. But that's not what we're here for, kids. And I said some serious swear words on Friday about that guy. We don't need to go there again. Do you know, it's not that difficult to bleep out words, but it's harder than not bleeping out words. And I'd rather not bleep out words tonight. So anyway, let's drink this delightful beer. This is Boarding Pass HBC 630. I always want to say 360, but no, 630. Talk about it. I'm going to tell you a bit about HBC. It's not the Hudson's Bay Company. I'll tell you that for free. But let's talk about the beer because that's why we're all here. So it's interesting. Sorry, a little. Got to clear my nose a little here. Not blow it. I'm not congested, but just, I don't know. It's been a long day. I was wrapping my exhaust pipes from my motorcycle with a fiberglass tape and I just, I don't know, feeling me. Anyway. Uh, so, okay. I mean, I've, I've been drinking this all weekend, but I haven't been super thoughtful about it. I always try and leave that for you. I do enjoy it, but I don't really get too thoughtful about it. But I have been thinking about it a bit. It's got a really berry thing, but I actually almost would say like cherry on the nose. It's funny. I just put my hand up. I don't know why. It's not windy in here. If you're watching the videos, I'm, I, I'm, in, a, I'm in an enclosed room with Christmas lights up, no less. That's nice, eh? Isn't my wife wonderful? Uh, okay, so I'm getting cherries for sure. Something orangey. Orange peel, maybe a bit of orange juice. Smelling my arm. We discussed this. Trying to clear things out. Neutralize the old sniffer. Mm. Part of the problem here is this glass is very full and I would like a little bit more surface area in my nose to be a little bit deeper. I needed an IPA glass for this one. When I really don't know much about the beer, sometimes it helps. Those glasses, as much as they look like sex toys and bongs, they do serve a purpose. Yeah, berries, like hard to nail down. Not strawberries. Berry-like cherry, maybe a little leafy. Anyway, let's drink it. Come on. You don't, you don't want to hear me talking about smells. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, that is nice. Maybe a bit of strawberry actually on the, on the palate. 
cherries, but like, um, I don't want to say synthetic cherries because that has a really negative connotation, but they're not like Jack juicy cherries. It's just like, again, negative connotation here, but like cherry flavor, but like real cherry flavor, but cherry flavor. It's not like, it's not like I just bit a cherry. It's like, there's like a cherry note to that, which is interesting. And yeah, maybe a bit of strawberry and definitely a leafy quality. Like, uh, it's not quite grassy. It's, it's grass is a little different. You know what I mean? Different than leafy. Hmm. But yeah, leafiness, cherry, definitely cherry, maybe strawberry, kind of a berry like thing, less, um, citrusy on the palate. And, and by less, I mean, almost not at all. I can still smell it. It's got like an orangey pop to it, but on the palate, I wouldn't say so. It's hard cause I can kind of smell it, but I'm not really, I'm not picking it up too much on my tongue. Now, the, what I haven't mentioned yet, it's quite malty. Um, not again, this isn't British. This is an American pale ale, but there is a really notably uh, malty characteristic. And also the color is giving me maybe some hints that um, there's a, there's something more than two row in here. Um, I'm not entirely sure what it is, but there's, there's more complexity to it. The malts are uh, touching on, uh, maybe not quite caramel, but like there's, there's a bit more depth than just straight up. And, and I mean that you can taste it at all is a nice thing. Um, but there's a little something going on in here. Mm. Mm, not sure there's, Oh gosh, what are we going to do? I hate saying this because I feel like a broken record. It's quite light bodied, um, which is quite nice. But there's a softness. I'm going to go with softness to it. Oh, I'm just going to take a pause here for a minute there and say hello to somebody who just commented. Howdy. First time listening live. They usually listen to the podcast. Well, hello. Welcome. I won't mention your name because I don't do that like Josh L or Jay Lake or whatever his name is. Um, but nice to have you. Glad you joined in. Um, broken record. There's a nice density or softness here that I would attribute to wheat or possibly oats. I don't get any wheaty taste and wheat typically you, you normally know when you're drinking a bit of wheat in a beer. Although it does worry me. Maybe that's that little orangey pop. Cause sometimes wheat can have a bit of a tang. Although that typically has more to do with the yeast, but wheat can definitely add a, hmm, anyway, I don't know what the can says. I haven't looked that much at it. Um, but I'm going to in a minute. This is interesting. So, okay, let me unpack this a bit. I expect this is a single hop. Uh, they haven't used anything else. I think all they've bittered it with is the, uh, HBC 630. Definitely getting some cherries. I, the, the more I'm drinking this and thinking about it. And again, it's not like it, this is a tough one because cherry, you tend to think about like cherry candies or like cherry pie. It's not that level of cherry. It's got a, a leafy, almost earthy quality with this kind of cherry presence. Like there's cherry to it, but it's not. Have you ever had, um, oh, what's it called? Why am I blanking? Not Fruly. That's the strawberry Belgian beer that everybody knows about. Um, but like a cherry lambic. Um, 
obviously Lambic beers are sour, so we're in a completely different category here. But those are like cherry juice. This does not taste like there's cherry juice in it. It's just there's there's a, a it's almost like if you were having an herbal tea and there was like a cherry, I don't know what you would put in it, dried cherry? But uh, like a cherry quality. It's 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 subtle, but there's a cherryness. And that would be the 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 dominant identifiable thing I'm getting out of the hop. And like I say, I think this is a single hop. Definitely not crazy bitter. There's there's very little um, uh, perceived bitterness on my palate. Um, it's uh, it's 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 not it's not sticky at all. I I don't know how they 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 did this. I'm assuming because it, I know it's an American pale ale. I've I've looked that far into it. Um, and of course, Great Lakes known for Canuck, you know, and. Mm, color wise it's not canuck it's a bit cloudier and it's maybe a little orangier i could be wrong about that um but if it was made in the same style typically canuck would have had an earlier bittering hop i don't think this has an earlier bittering hop or if i if it does it, it is the 630 and i don't know maybe it doesn't have a ton of alpha to it or whatever um it, it definitely seems that this is more of an aroma hop and if that's the case and uh and 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 if it is a single hop um Pale ale, that makes sense. There isn't a ton of bitterness to it. There's not there's not a lot of stickiness, um, but there's a lot of aromatics. And then funny enough, of course, hops that don't have a lot of alphas that are, are typically perceived as being, say, like aroma hops, if you use them right through the boil, like if you're like, I don't care, I'm making a single hop thing, I'm using it for the bittering hop, sometimes they do get a leafy kind of green quality to them um, because they don't have a lot. And so when you boil them, you're just breaking down the aromatics and what you get left with is, well, leaves, right? Hop flowers. And, uh, and so that, that could explain a lot here. This is a very interesting beer. It's very, um, it is a very tasty beer. I know why breweries do these too. Hang on a sec. Let me let put a pin in that, that I do know why breweries do this. And, and I'm not being critical here. This is a nice beer. Like it's tasty. It's interesting. Um, I'm assuming it's it's doing um, HBC 630 justice. I don't think Great Lakes and, and like knowing Mike Lackey that if he were to taste it and be like, no, this doesn't taste right, they're not going to put it out. So this obviously is what they were looking for. Um, and it, it's good. It's a solid beer. It's just anytime you're using an experimental hop like this, part of the experience is like trying to unpack what the hop does a little bit. So that's what I'm trying to do here. It's interesting though because... I mean, picture Canuck, but like with the hop styled back a bit and definitely the bitterness styled back a bit. And then, like I say, green leafiness, maybe a little earthy with this like cherry and sort of berry like quality, um, but not a ton of bitterness. I'm trying to think, because of course, what do we do next, kids? If this if this is your first time, to, well, you know, you've listened on the podcast before, uh, uh, my, my new join live friend, but... Uh, what do we talk about? We talk, well, what are you going to eat while you're having this? And th that is actually an interesting question to try and unpack. Cherries, eh? Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to kind of leave the cherries. <laughs> like they're there and they're nice and that's fine. But having a not super bitter uh, pale ale that has an earthy kind of green quality to it. And again, cherries, but we're just putting the we're going to put the cherries over here for the minute. Um, this to me, this is a good lunchtime beer with like a nice sandwich. Now, again, don't 
I don't get down to chicken, but like a, this is like something nice and light, like a chicken club. I, I know. Okay. I think I'm pretty sure chicken club has bacon in it, but, but you know, you got a nice bit of bread. There's some veggies, maybe a bit of mayonnaise. This would go well. There's enough bitterness that it's going to, it's going to act as a bit of a palate cleanser. Um, and then that earthy greeny quality, you know, with, with, I mean, chicken, oh, okay. depends what you season it with chicken top secret guys in the cooking world. You know, everyone says, oh, it tastes like chicken. Here's the thing about chicken. It doesn't taste like much. It tastes, we call it white protein. It tastes like white protein. Um, it's not wildly complicated. Um, but, you know, there's a proteiny, fatty quality to it. And so that's interesting. Um, but the earthiness of the beer. And then, you know, if you're using something fancy or fancy, as my beloved daughter likes to say, uh, maybe some arugula. Ooh, do you like a little arugula on your, ooh, hey now. Okay, this sandwich isn't going to be vegan, but it's also not going to have meat in it. This is what I want you to do. I've got some sourdough, because I kind of always have sourdough, except when I run out and I'm too lazy to make more. But I tend to have sourdough. Sourdough here, beautiful. But you could do this. Have you ever used a focaccia, but for a sandwich? Stay with me. You don't have to cut it in half. You just use two pieces of focaccia and sandwich it. If you had a nice focaccia, maybe not like a, a heavy olivey, garlicky one, but maybe a bit more of an herby one with a bit of thyme, okay? Maybe rosemary, but let's go gentle with the rosemary. Rosemary and weed and hops are all kind of resiny, sticky kind of things, and they can all kind of run away with the show. So let's go easy on the rosemary. Put a nice herbed, maybe some thyme, maybe some basil and oregano, but again, Italian flavors can really kind of kill this. Just nicely herbed. Think of herbed uh, focaccia, okay? And then brie. And I don't want you to get fancy on this, yeah? Like, I like a double or triple cream, like fatty, drizzly, gooey. That's nice, but just brie. Like, okay, you're not gonna get it in the same aisle where you get your, your melty cheese for your nachos. It's gonna be in the deli section, but you don't gotta go high hog on this, all right? We're gonna have some brie, nice on focaccia or sourdough, which is probably what I would do. If you're gonna go sourdough, toast it and maybe consider um, oiling it somehow. Butter, olive oil, I mean mayonnaise if you want. That might be a little much, but some sort of oil on there. And then uh, brie and arugula, this is important. And then you're gonna add a thing and that thing is gonna be how you wanna play with the beer. Cherry, I mean, okay, if you wanna put cherries on your sandwich, Put cherries on your sandwich. It's your sandwich. I'm not putting cherries on my sandwich. If you're going in the meat direction, cherry, chicken would work for sure. Turkey would be okay. That'd be fine. Turkey actually would probably be great. Pork and, and, and roast beef, like deli slices, eh, it's going to be fine. The cherry's going to be interesting. But the lighter, again, white protein taste of chicken or slightly more complex uh, turkey, I think the cherry isn't going to get lost there. It's going to work well with that. So that would be nice. On the flip, you've got some um, arugula. I was going to say pesto. Um, don't put pesto on here. You'd lose the beer. Um, you got your arugula. You got your brie. You're a veg like me. Well, what are you going to put? I mean, barring, you know, fake chicken or something like that, which doesn't really taste like white protein. So careful there. Um, but what would you put on there? I mean, a lot of people would say like um, grilled mushrooms, they're very earthy. Um, and so that would tie in with the earthiness of the beer. That'd be okay. But I don't know if that's where I would go. I think I would go with a grilled, and I mean fire grilled here, like on the barbecue or on something really hot under the broiler, eggplant. 
So, and, and not heavily marinated. A lot of the time people do eggplant in like olive oil and balsamic. The balsamic here, you're going to lose the beer. Okay. It's not that big a beer. Uh, just nicely grilled eggplant, maybe with, with a bit of just regular olive oil, not extra virgin. Don't, don't try and grill eggplant with extra virgin olive oil. You'll burn it and it won't taste nice. Um, or more likely just some kind of light oil. So we, or canola or something. Um, but with a bit of garlic on the, on the eggplant, bit of salt and pepper, grill that off again, melty brie. And if, if, if I were you, I would put the bread, put the bottom piece, um, oil the, if it's sourdough, don't worry about it with focaccia. It's focaccia is tougher than that. It doesn't need the oil, but, but sourdough will need a bit of something. Those nice grilled eggplant rounds or, or long, I don't care how you grill it. Thin though, right? Not chunky. You're not trying to make a steak sandwich here. You know, uh, half a centimeter at most. Um, that, and then put the brie on there. Let the brie melt a little. Brie melts real easy, right? Um, even the cheap stuff. And then some arugula, salt and pepper, lid. That with this, I think would work really well. Because again, we're dealing with like earthy and leafy here. And then the cherry is just going to kind of glimmer through. It's going to, I mean, technically that's a juxtaposition. Um, uh, you're, you're, you're drawing against each other with the cherry. And eggplant is quite earthy. Um, uh, and, and quite savory, I suppose you would say. And of course this cherry, again, not sweet cherry, it's not desserty, but it's got a real berry note to it. So those would kind of bounce off each other. That's where I'm going with it. Also, now I kind of wish Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I didn't go vegan because that brie does sound nice on a sandwich. I can't remember the last time I had some slices of brie on a nice toasty sandwich. That is nice. I like brie on a sandwich. That is an underrated sandwich cheese, brie. should do that. Anyway, we've gone quite long, and I did mention at the start of this, I really did want to get things going. So I'm going to have another sip of this beer. Oh, I've got a question. I'm going to drink this beer and figure out what's going on. One second. Nice. Our first time Instagram viewer uh, used to listen back in the Mandy days. I got to be honest with you guys, I miss those days. This is fun, and I like this, and I like talking to y'all, but Mandy was great, so pour one out for Mandy. No, because it would land on my crotch and that's not cool. Here, Mandy. Mandy, wherever you're listening to this, and you might be, I don't think so, but you might be. Mandy's very busy running a brewery in a pandemic coming up to Christmas, so here's to Mandy. Mm. And the whole crew at Left Field. Mark's great, Kevin, Dave, everybody. Love them all. Love them. Uh, Let's talk about what's happening and I'm going to shut it down, go hang out with the missus. Uh, what's going on? Well, Adamson's Barbecue, still being giant jackasses by all accounts. Uh, don't shop there. If you want some barbecue in your life, I highly encourage you to pursue another location. And if you're looking for one, I couldn't say more nice things, despite the fact that I don't eat meat, but I know enough people who do. Uh, Beach Hill Smokehouse, check them out. I mean, they're in my neighborhood, so... I would look them up. Very, very, very high quality barbecue by all accounts. Adamson's can get bent. There's also um, someone called like the the brisket guy or the brisket king or something like that. And I have this feeling like he's like out of Toronto, but does like Toronto deliveries. So look that up. I mean, I don't know how you're going to look it up, but try. Uh, oh, hey, I, before we do events, I was going to tell you a little bit more. Uh, HBC, 630. 
HBC, not Hudson's Bay uh, Company. I don't know what it stands for, uh, but it's uh, from Yakima Chief Hops in Yakima Valley uh, in the Pacific Northwest, where all of everyone's favorite hops are grown, except for a few. Some from New Zealand, some from Germany, but uh, most of them. Oh, and sorry, Ontario, we're growing some amazing hops. Love the hop growers on Ontario, but the geeks all fly out to Yakima to... I don't know what they do. They rub them and then, I don't know, Garrett Oliver dives into them with his shirt off and because there's a big pile. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't want to say it seems a little bro-y, but uh, I'm not saying it doesn't. Uh, anyway, um, HBC 630 from Yakima Chief. This is an experimental hop. So when you think of hops, and I'm going to try and list some off the top of my head, anytime you see a hop with a trademark after it, it's probably from that region. Uh, and they, they grow them, um, they, they crossbreed them themselves and make proprietary hops. Uh, the ones off the top of my head, Citra is definitely one. Mosaic is one. Um, and then like some of the newer ones, um, I don't know about Sabro, but there are definitely, there's a handful, like six or seven or eight at least, that are mainline. Oh, I think, oh no, Tomahawk is CTZ, which is Col Columbus, wait, no, CTZ. Tomahawk is the T in CTZ. Anyway, I can't remember. There's a bunch of trademarked hops, and, and assuming this goes well, not Great Lakes, but the hop itself, um, it will become a brand named... Uh, or trademark named hop from uh, uh, YCH Yakima Chief Hops, and uh, and what often happens is um, these hops they make them available, especially. Um, so this is a little bit little insider baseball for you. Um, when when hop growers start their season, like I, which I think is in the spring, and again here we're talking um, North America. So if you're Southern hemisphere, the fall, but anyway, <clears throat> um, but the idea is uh, most of their hops are actually sold before they've really even spreaded much because breweries tend to have contracts, um, or breweries use hop importers who have contracts. So you'll have a, a, a hop dealer for lack of a better word, uh, who will say to like Yakima chief, Oh yeah, we'll buy, uh, I'll buy, um, you know, whatever. 600 kilos. Oh, that's a lot of hops. I don't know if anyone buys that, but you know what I mean? X volume of hop Y and X volume of hop Z and so on and so forth. Um, they generally know where most of their crop is going. They will sell these experimental um, strains to, I guess anybody, but like most of it goes to people who have contracts that they know and like, because they, they don't know how these hops are going to translate to beer. I mean, they have a good idea. They're professionals, but they don't really know until people put them in beer. And so, uh, they get breweries who have contracts with them, like Great Lakes. Amsterdam would be another. Amsterdam, I think, doesn't buy any or virtually no hops uh, through distributors anymore. I think they do all their own hop uh, work. And then the flip to that would be a, a brewery like I'm wearing a Godspeed shirt, actually, I'm just reminded of. Um, Godspeed, left field. If you're doing sort of smaller um, quantities, the growers don't necessarily want to have to deal with that. You tend to go through a, a distributor or a dealer. Um but uh, the, the the breweries that the hop companies, the hop growers keep their eyes on, um, often will get these uh, these numbered, for lack of a better word, hops, HBC uh, 630, for instance. And uh, and then they 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 make a beer with it and 
who knows? See what happens. And then, and then they give feedback to uh, the brewer. It's a little bit like if you're a bit of a tech person, it's a bit like beta testing um, uh, a piece of software. The developer knows they're, they're pretty sure it works. Like they've made it work, but now they want to see how it behaves in the real world. That's what this is. This is like, that's what, when you see a, a beer with like HBC 630 or whatever on it, um, you're beta testing. That's what we're doing here. So we're, we're beta testing this. And what I would say, and, and, and then again, um, this is being used, I think as a single hop pale ale. Um, so it's just looking at what the hop does in the beer. How does it behave when you add it here versus here versus there, et cetera. Um, and I would say for this one, I, 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 I think for me personally, and I, I suspect the brewers at Great Lakes, I'm sure they're happy with it. It's a tasty beer. I'm willing to bet they, they probably wouldn't make this the same way twice. Um, for one, they probably wouldn't want to make it a single hop. Maybe they would. Um, if they would, they probably are going to tweak it a little because some of that cherryness I think is what you're supposed to get and they probably want to bring that up a bit um or they would use it in in conjunction with something else so like for instance mosaic which can have a bit of a, a strawberry taste to it might work really well with uh hbc 630 or whatever it becomes um but that's what this is like this is also uh us so the the brewers have beta tested it they've made this beer if it had been a total dud we wouldn't even be talking about it right now um but it was obviously decent enough to release. And, and I agree, it's a tasty beer, but then people, everybody, anybody who can, who can purchase it, uh, drinks it and tastes it. And then they get a bit of feedback. They might ask some breweries. I know I've, I've actually, um, uh, been asked not as a person who writes or, or talks about beer uh, professionally, but just in the context of, as a customer been asked like, Oh, did you have that? What'd you think? Just sort of very informal. Um, and they just kind of feel it out. And then also sometimes I get asked slightly more professionally. Um, but uh, but that's what we're doing. We're we're beta testing a hop, which is kind of fun, kind of a nice thing to think about. And this one, I think, oh, it's interesting. It's warming up a bit, obviously. You know, we always talk about that. Warmer beer, slightly more aromatic. It definitely smells like cherries now. And again, not like, like not if you take a fresh cherry and crush it or eat it, but almost more like, again, I, I hate to say it because I think a lot of people will think that's a bad thing. This isn't a bad thing, but it tastes like, or smells like cherry flavoring. Take a sip again. Actually, on the, on the palate, it's about the same. Um, leafy green cherries. Maybe strawberry. Some strawberry, maybe. Um, oh, oh, I was going to look at the can because I wanted to see if it said anything about it. Because um, it, there's a bit of a density and it's, it feels a little... I don't know how to describe this. It's not that it's heavy body. It's still quite light bodied, but there's a bit of weight to it, if that makes any sense. Um, oh, good golly. It's only 4.5% alcohol. Hmm. I didn't know that. Ingredients, water, malted barley, oats, and wheat. Hops and yeast. You know, if you'd asked me to bet, I would have bet there wasn't wheat in it, and I would have been wrong. Now, if Great Lakes is using the normal convention, wheat does come after oats. But maybe that's that little bit of oranginess that I was picking up. <laughs> Who knows? Certainly not me, but it is a tasty beer. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm. I'm also a little curious always with a single hop like this. Um, and again, because you're beta testing the hop, basically, I wonder if Great Lakes uses more or less the same recipe, but just subs in different hops. Like if this is sort of their hop testing beer if that's what boarding passes that's what this is called if you see on the can or if you're listening at home boarding pass 
right across the top. I don't know if that's its technical name or not, but maybe that's what boarding passes is. It's always a single hop, basically tester batch. And if it is, I, I bet it is more or less the same malt bill, um, which is say, including oats and wheat um, for the pale ale style. Anyway, anyway, this is a really tasty beer. This is available, at least it was last week at uh, Great Lakes Brewery. Uh, as noted, uh, under partial lockdown because of racists and Nazis. Um, but you can go online, uh, order it. They do do delivery in the Toronto area. And uh, and obviously you can still go. You just might have to navigate a police barricade. Uh, know that if you are there to buy um, Boarding Pass or any of the other delicious Great Lakes beers, you have nothing to worry. They're not there for you. They're there for the Nazis and the racists. So... As long as you're not a Nazi or a racist, you're going to be fine. So take it easy. Um, speaking, though, of which ordering online, you can do that. Great Lakes. Um, I've just noticed there's a QR code on here. I'm not going to scan it right now because my phone's the Instagram machine anyway. Um, but uh, I wonder what that I wonder where that takes me. I'll find out. Maybe I'll report back next week. Um, speaking, though, of ordering online and delivery. Hey, don't we love this? We've talked about this. Stormstayed did local delivery, even though they're in London. And I jumped on that, got some amazing beers from them, really enjoyed them. We did the uh, the Super Shook, you recall? Pardon me. Delightful, delightful beer. Guess who's following suit, to use the phrase. I don't know, is that the phrase? But guess who's also doing that? Little Beasts! And we did the Little Beasts, um kind of in September, it was a while back because I stopped at Little Beasts um, on my way out east because they're in, I always get this wrong, Whitby, Ajax, Oshawa, somewhere around there. I think Whitby, Ajax. I think it's Ajax. Um, but they're doing it this week, Thursday. It's like Thursday is the day when if you don't come to Toronto but you want to deliver to Toronto, that's the day you're going to do it. They're doing it. So... I would highly suggest if you would like some beer for the weekend or for Thursday night or both, order enough for both, uh, get on there. Little Beasts, look them up. They're great. And uh, some really top-notch saisons. They do some really good bottle condition stuff. They do good Hazy Boys and they're, they're good across the board. But man, those saisons they make are like beautiful. So uh, check out Little Beasts. They're doing orders. Of course, there's nothing happening because... We're in lockdown, guys. And uh, so wash your hands, take care of each other. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm getting sick of telling people not to do things they shouldn't be doing. We know what we're not supposed to be doing. Just don't do it, guys. It's easy. Don't be like the guy at Adamson. The guy who most of his business was takeout anyway. What a dick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to cut this off before I start bleeping words. Have a great night. Have a great week. As note mentioned, Christmas lights are up. That is because it is now, as far as I'm concerned, Christmas season. It is also Advent if you follow the Christian calendar. So uh, all the best as you're preparing uh, whatever you're going to celebrate. And uh, yeah, somebody said on Instagram, Adamson can get bent. Yeah, get arrested, get imprisoned, get made somebody's. Well, let's not wish that on anybody. But uh <laughs> It's pretty bad when you're hoping somebody gets raped. That's pretty bleak. I'm not going to go there. I don't hate him that much. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, have, have, have fun, whatever you're doing this week. We, we, we scheduled out the Christmas movies we're going to watch on the calendar. It's lovely. 
it's exciting. What a great time of year. So uh, yeah, I'm back here next week. Probably won't be back midweek, but uh, keep your eyes peeled because sometimes the mood just catches me and it looks like it's going to be a rainy, snowy kind of gross week. So you never know. I might be bored. I might just want to jump on. And if that's the case, you'll see me then. And if not, you'll see me next week sometime after nine. Good golly, I said this was going to be quick and it's not. I got somebody to apologize to. I got to go, guys. Have a good week.